Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. Hey, what's up? I'm Ren, the host of Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Anchor be the way. With Anchor's creation tools, you can record and edit right from your smartphone and personal computer. Anchor offers 100% free hosting and distribution, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Anchor allows you to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Who doesn't want to make money, right? Anchor has everything you need to make a successful podcast all in one place. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. Just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And don't forget to check out my podcast at anchor.fm slash dancingwithmydemons69 and on Spotify, Dancing With My Demons. See you all soon. Later. Bye. Hey, what's up, everyone? And welcome to Dance With My Demons podcast. This is episode 10, and it's a very special episode because it's the first time I'm ever having a guest. And not just any guest, I'm having my significant other, Jackie, with me. She's gonna give the perspective of what it's like to live and and manage and be with somebody who's bipolar. So with that being said, say hello, Jackie. Hello. So the whole purpose of this particular episode is, like I said, it's to give the perspective of the other. You know, up to this point, I've spoken about myself and what it's like for me living with bipolar, but I want the audience and people out there listening to be able to hear what it's like for the other now. So with that being said, I'm going to send it off to my girlfriend, Jackie, here and ask her, what's it like for you, honey, living with me? What's it like, you know, managing and coping with me? Um, to expect the unexpected. One day you're good really really good and you're happy and you're smiling 
and you're talking and the next day you're completely out of it it's uh very lonely what do you mean by lonely uh for me it's very lonely um it's i don't like seeing you like that and i feel like i can't do anything for you there's i just have to let it ride leave you alone well, i've learned to leave you alone until you can get back on your feet well, that's good it's very true because that's how i feel from my end it's one of those things like you could be as high as you could possibly be and all of a sudden you come crashing down and it literally feels like for me like somebody unplugged me from the wall and you end up with no energy and then you just kind of have to ride it out until it like you know like jackie said until you start coming around again it's a process for sure but um what else you know there's got to be other things that I'm, I'm sure other people go through that might be similar to you that they want to hear about it's very lonely for me very very lonely um you're very unemotional um i guess you don't you don't know how to be uh, emotional is that the right word oh yeah mm-hmm. um you will never expect uh you to console me because you don't know how if i cry it's like uh your stone cold because mm. you don't know how no. to, to console me I really don't I, I never really know how to react to crying it's the strangest thing for me to see it and, and it's not really just a thing with personal relationships like you know like with Jackie and I it's like that in just about any situation it could be at a funeral and to see crying I really don't know what I'm supposed to do with it it's just kind of there you're just like stone cold. Yeah, it's like, uh, that's very true. Because that's how I feel. I don't really know how to respond during emotional situations like that. Especially where there's crying involved. It just feels very strange to me and very awkward. And I suppose because I'm not much of a crier myself, for the most part. I'm just, you know, to myself. In my mind most of the time. And uh, so it, it makes sense that, you know, you would feel that way. I know it can't possibly be easy, you know, being in your shoes, because I know how I feel about it, and so if, if, if I feel crappy about it, I can imagine it's even worse for you, because you not only feel crappy about it, but then you got to see me be crappy about it, so it's almost like you got double the trouble there, so it's definitely a, a you know, a strange, I guess, dynamic to be able to live with. One of the hardest things for me is I always feel like I'm not a priority. And what? we've talked about this a couple of times. Um, how I feel like I'm not a priority, but not because because you don't feel it or you can't do it, but it's because you just can't, you don't know how. What do you mean specifically? I mean, I personally know what you mean specifically, but just so they can understand what you're talking about. I don't about. think that you know how. Like when... When I have my feelings and I have my breakdowns and uh, I try to tell you, it's almost like you just don't know how to help me. It's, you're completely on your own. Mm. So 
it's not an easy road. It's it, it takes a very strong person to deal with somebody with bipolar. And then this is my first time. Do you think uh, for for people listening out there, what would you say to somebody who's possibly getting into a relationship with somebody who's has bipolar or mental illness? What would you say to them? Do your homework. Do your homework in bipolar disorder. Um, learn a lot. Read a lot. Because I didn't know anything. I had no idea. I, all I knew is that I loved you and I wanted to be with you. But other than that, I thought bipolar disorder was you just take a pill and you're okay. And it's so much more than that. And I tell them to just have a lot of patience um, and take care of themselves. Take care of themselves because it's a long road. What would you say to somebody that is thinking about or, or not wanting to get involved in a relationship? Yeah. With a person with bipolar? Yep. Uh, it's okay. It's okay because it takes a real strong person to be in that kind of relationship. If just a regular relationship is a lot of work, being with someone with bipolar makes it three times harder because you both have to give so much of each other, especially the one that doesn't have the bipolar. I have to be very understanding. I actually have learned a lot and calmed down a lot. Because at first you can remember how we used to go. Well, there was, there was less of an understanding exactly. then. Exactly. Because like, and this is where I think the podcast has helped a lot. What I might not be able to explain in person for some reason when I put it on a podcast, it helps to translate even better to Jackie. And she gets a better understanding. Um, why? I have no idea. I can't really explain it for myself personally. I, I think it's because we maybe, like, I put what I have to, what's in my head onto the podcast. And then I think the listeners, and in this case would be Jackie, but any listeners has some time to really process it all and really sit back and think about it. It's not something like, I think you, you can meet, immediately react to. You literally get to sit on it and think about it for a while and really process everything that's going on. At least that's my perspective on it, of, of why maybe people understand it better that way. In this case, for her, it's been a tremendous help because I think it's changed her perspective greatly on how she sees how I do things and how I think about things. Um, I think it helps I mean, I can honestly say this podcast has helped a lot. You know, it's uh, made a big difference in our relationship. What are, if, if you could ask me one thing since we've been together for 15 months about being bipolar, what would you ask me? I can remember this so vivid because that's the only thing that's really hurt me through this whole process. When one thing that you do um, and that's part of your bipolar is to break off with me like you break up with me and I remember I think it was three months we were together at that point I still didn't know you were bipolar and 
I want to know why you think you're damaged goods, because that's what you told me. Hmm. You told me that you were damaged goods and just to leave. Uh, for me, why I say that is because, and, and I, I've, I've spoken about this a little bit in the past in other episodes, but I live with so much guilt on how me being bipolar affects other people. So I kind of carry that guilt in return. So I think the big reasons why I feel that way, like damaged goods, because in my head, I think like how, you know, why should I put you through, you know, all the, you know, no pun intended, but all the craziness that comes with being, being bipolar and having a mental illness. And in my head, it comes with a lot of guilt, a lot of feeling of like, do I really want to do this to somebody? Do I really want to, you know, make somebody go through so much hurt and pain because it's not easy being with somebody like me. So that's how I feel. Like when somebody, you know, when I've said to you damaged good, that's how I feel because I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy for me living with myself. And like I said, you know, moments ago, I can only imagine it being double that for you because not only do you have to deal with it, but then you got to watch me go through it too so that's kind of what i mean by damaged goods but if if somebody wants to be there for you and and wants to help you through it and just be there for you and understand you and and both of us can work on it all relationships are hard they all are um that doesn't mean that we can't have a good relationship we just have to work a little harder absolutely i mean i agree uh you know i think um that's like once again I think that's where this podcast has really helped out a lot because it's allowed a different perspective for me on things and it's also opened up dialogue and conversations with other members of family that I have and not just Jackie that have given me perspective on how I should see things or you know kind of putting it back in my face and showing me you know this is what's going on you might not be able to see it yourself So it's definitely offered me a lot of perspective and a lot of clarity. And it's definitely a a work in progress. I I feel like it's it's in a much better direction than it was in the past, um, dealing with things the way we do now. I think I've also taught you to be almost to let go and to be okay with having bipolar. And it's okay to let people know you have bipolar. It was such a big thing for you. And when we told my family, they didn't see you in any other way. Mm. They still loved you for who you are. They actually are more proud of you now than than ever. And I do think that this podcast has opened you up so much more. For even for our relationship, we talk so much better. Mm. I agree. For, for those of you that don't know me personally, don't realize that though you hear me speaking on this podcast a lot and you probably think I'm the most talkative and vocal person ever, in my real life when this button isn't on, I'm a totally different person. He does not talk. Yeah, I'm not a... I'm, At I'm, all. I'm very much an introverted person. I'm a very private person and I, I'm not a big talker. You know, I, I, I have to be in an environment where I feel completely safe and comfortable for me to be able to talk freely. And that does 
that just doesn't happen anywhere. You know, I, if I'm talking freely around you, it's because I must be really comfortable around you. And that's kind of how my brain works. You know, if I'm not, just understand it's not an insult. <laughs> it's just because I'm not comfortable. And in reality, that's just how I am. Those are things that I've learned too. Like I've learned that you don't mean to do certain things. It's just the way you are. And that's how you cope. Until you don't feel safe, you will not open up to anybody. And it takes you a very long time. Oh yeah. I it's agree. taken you a very long time, even now, a year, almost a year and a half later, it's is one step at a time. I feel like where everybody else gets to go at a normal pace, I'm literally even though my mind is going a million miles per hour, but how it it translates outside of my brain is much slower. So it takes me longer to get there. Very slow. When it comes to uh, when it comes to things of you know the emotional, uh, I guess context of relationships, it's much slower. But if you ask me to do some math, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'd be great. If you ask me to do something with technology wise, hey, I'm your man. But when it comes to stuff of the emotional. I guess significance, it's much tougher for me. It's a much slower process for me. Even though a million things are still going on in my head, but how it processes out from my head, you know, I guess to my mouth is very different. It doesn't always come out as quickly as I would like it, and I'm sure it doesn't come out as quickly as Jackie would like it. I think you've come a very long way. I think that uh, you don't give yourself enough credit. You have come a long way from the day I met you. It's definitely been a work in progress for me. It's definitely something that, you know, I, I'm aware that, that I've taken steps in the right direction. Um, am I really hard on myself? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think for me personally, I'm my own worst critic. I'm always going to be hardest on myself before I'm going to be hard on anybody else. So I think I just, because of the way I live my life, I think I higher expectations of myself like like I expect more of myself and when I don't get it the way I want you know I'm usually pretty rough on myself and like I said I, I one of the biggest issues I've had to live with being bipolar is I live I carry a lot of guilt with me in regards to my actions not so much now maybe part in now but more from the past and I think especially in regards to, to my children and maybe the decisions I've made in my life, I carry a lot of guilt that maybe things that I might have put them through because of my actions. And so I, I carry that guilt with me and it's something that I'm working on. It's something that takes time, but I am working on it. And it's just, you know, little by little. I, I can honestly tell you that a conversation from about two weekends ago uh, inspired a, a totally different episode, which you'll hear in the near future. And it, a lot of it has to do with guilt. And, you know, when that episode comes, you guys will get to hear it. But you'll understand why I feel the way I do, especially in regards to guilt. But uh, I thought this was a pretty cool episode. It's, it's nice to have a guest, especially yeah. somebody I'm comfortable with. And we both, at, I think at some points, making this podcast, want to giggle our asses off. But... <laughs> But you also have taught me, I have to say, you've also have taught me um, how to be more patient. 
but <laughs> it's like like you said it's a box of chocolate you yeah. know you never know what you're gonna get yeah you never know what you're gonna get every day is a journey it's like yeah. a new day you don't know what you're gonna get i, I can tell you honestly tell you it's not groundhog's day because <laughs> no. every day is, is not exactly the same it's a surprise and sometimes it's a good surprise sometimes it's an let's just call it an interesting surprise yep. um that might challenge you a little more than other days but it, it can it's worth it. it it's well worth it for us it, it's worth it yeah i think for for those who are truly committed to wanting to make a relationship like this work it's very much well worth it but you gotta you have to go into understanding that prepare for the for the bad days literally prepare for the bad days don't go into it thinking it's all rainbows and sunshines and you're good that might just be one day that just might be one moment in the day prepare for a lot yeah. of bad days yeah prepare for a lot because it, you just you know it happens you just don't know what to expect all the time and it's a challenge part of the challenge of being in a relationship like this is you have to take the good with the bad and and vice versa but it is well worth it. And up to this point, being this is episode 10 for me, um, my, my significant other, Jackie, made it clear to me that I've been addressing the world at her t- about her as being my girlfriend. But as of most recently, it's no longer girlfriend. She is now my fiance. <laughs> Since the 11th. Since the 11th. So... You will no longer see me refer to Jackie as my girlfriend anymore. It will now be my fiance. <laughs> I love you, honey. <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I think we had a lot of fun with it. And I look forward to uh, sending out another podcast next Sunday. And uh, to remind yourself, stay healthy, stay strong in mind. But most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all-new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dancing My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at DanceWithMyDemons69, on Facebook, DanceWithMyDemons Podcast, on X at DWMDPodcast69. And also, if you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.